Alrighty, it's Tuesday morning and welcome to part four of the Galatians series. Today's text is Galatians 1 from verse 11 to verse 24. So Paul writing, continuing this rant uh, to the Galatian church, just being so strong with him. And today's really beautiful because his whole story today is around his testimony and Paul telling and explaining his life and explaining where his messages come from because He's saying that we said, looked yesterday, how they were just abandoning the message. And he's today he speaks to them about where this message actually comes from. And it's a wonderful picture of, of a Christian telling their testimony. So verse 11, he says, I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that the gospel I preached is not of human origin. I did not receive it from any man, nor was I taught it. Rather, I received it by revelation from Jesus Christ. For you have heard of my previous way of life in Judaism, how intensely I persecuted the church of God and tried to destroy it. I was advancing in Judaism beyond many of my own age among my people and was extremely zealous for the traditions of my fathers. But when God, who set me apart from my mother's womb, called me by his grace, was pleased to reveal his son in me so that I might preach him among the Gentiles, my immediate response was not to consult any human being. I did not go up to Jerusalem to see those who were apostles before I was, but I went to Arabia. Later, I returned to Damascus. Then after three years, I went up to Jerusalem to get acquainted with Cephas, or Peter, same, same name, and I stayed with him 15 days. I saw none of the other apostles, only James, the Lord's brother. I assure you before God that what I'm writing to you is no lie. Then I went to Syria and Sicilia. I was personally unknown to the churches of Judea that are in Christ. They only heard the report. The man who formerly persecuted us is now preaching the faith he once tried to destroy. And they praised God because of me. And so we'll get to our four questions that we ask ourselves each day. And then we'll look at our truth bomb at the end. But here's the testimony of and the power of Paul's testimony as he shares it with us. And I think what's so profound with this is it gives us a bit of a window into um, ourselves, I think so often, if we look at Paul, he's this big brainy brain bomb. We see that he's advancing beyond his years. He studied it. We read in, in, um, in other books that he studied at the feet of Gamaliel. He was like this big, like a super boffin, intelligent, uh, hyper Pharisee guy. Yet he comes and he, he, when he says to the guys, he says, for you have heard. And I love that for you have heard. He's saying to people, you've obviously heard my testimony. And isn't it amazing that Paul Despite all his braininess and all his cleverness and all the stuff he could come up with, he still takes time to share his testimony. And friends, I think it's an incredibly important thing for us to be able to share our testimony with others. So a little bit of the story behind Paul, just in case you don't know, if you read in the book of Acts, Paul was this incredibly zealous guy. When Stephen, the first um, martyr in the church, was stoned to death, Paul was standing there giving approval to it. And Paul, like he hates the church because he's this hyper Jew and he thinks that Jesus is a, is a complete maverick and that these guys are going to destroy the Jewish faith. And so he heads off to Damascus. And while he's on his way to Damascus, Jesus meets with him and strikes him blind and says, Paul, you, you know, you are persecuting me. And um, uh Paul says, you know, who are you? And he says, I'm Jesus. And there's this radical shift in Paul's life. And so he goes on to tell this incredible testimony of how he met with Jesus. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 2, we see this ongoing thought with Paul that despite this big braininess, and this is kind of the picture, and I think the thing for today, and through the whole way through this text, and we'll go back and have a look. There's one or two little keys in this that kind of show us the difference between grace and works because grace is humility before God, works is arrogance because I feel like I'm justified. I've done this thing. 
In 1 Corinthians 2, 2, Paul says, For I decided to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. He could probably argue anyone down. He could take anyone around the car park because he was so clever. Yet, he resolved to know nothing but Christ and him crucified. I love what Paul, Paul says when he's talking about God. He says, But when God, who set me apart from my mother's womb, called me by his grace, when he was pleased to do that. And this is the first time up to this point, what we see is before this, before Paul comes to faith in Jesus, he's trying so hard. He's like the zealous guy, right? Uh, what are all the things he says? I persecuted. I was advancing beyond the guys in my age. I was extremely zealous. It's all about Paul. And he was this guy. And he was going to prove to everyone what a good Jew he was. And sometimes it's possible for us as Christians. I'm going to prove to everyone. Again, forgetting the audience in which I'm meant to work. I'm going to prove to everyone what a good Christian I am. Or I'm going to prove to everyone what a good husband I am. I'm going to prove to everyone all the stuff that I'm going to do. But then after he meets Christ, he says stuff like this. God called me. God separated me. God revealed his son in me. There's this humility that, you know what? I can't keep trying. I've got to go to God because he's the one who did inside of me. He's the one who works inside of me. And so his, and then he goes on to afterwards, he says that once he's received this incredible revelation from God and it's off the wall. I mean, he's, he's received this, he says this revelation directly from God. He doesn't run out and go, Hey, everybody, just to let you know, it happened to me. I heard from God. Uh, I'm the man. I've got it all down. I'm going to write my book, start my website, start my ministry. I'm going to, you know, recruit my disciples. He doesn't. He says, my immediate response was not to consult any human being. He didn't see the gospel or his strength or what God was doing in him as his ticket to stardom. Rather, he was capable of having secrets between him and God. And I think God does want to sometimes have secrets between us and him that we can speak to him about. And he speaks to us and it's just the, just the stuff that happens between him and, him and us. Not everything God does in our lives is meant to be put on show. Even though Paul's telling his testimony here, right? the motive always for what God does in us, we've got to just look through those motives. And the motives aren't for our gain. That's what Paul's saying here. There's nothing in this message for himself. This is a message from God for people, and he's merely the conduit. And so to finish with this thought, why is it so important that Paul says that he didn't receive this message? Because our truth bomb today is Galatians 1.12. I did not receive it, talking about the message, from any man, nor was I taught it. Rather, I received it by revelation from Jesus Christ. And the reason that's a truth bomb is because I think that should be like a desire of our hearts. Imagine if that was our desire. I don't want to just live by the word that comes from every other person, but I want to receive a word from God. When I read his word, I want to hear from him myself. As you maybe read through this text today, God speaks to you. Why is it so important that Paul says he didn't receive it from man or from God? Here's the thought. Because if you've received it from man, so often when I, I, a gospel that's born in the heart of man is some clever person trying to understand God. And it can sound very clever. Right? But always, all that message is, is that person trying to jump up and get God's attention or attempting to find God. And there's no guarantee that there's any end in that thing at all. It's us trying to find God. That's what a gospel that originates with man is. But you know a gospel that originates with God? Paul's saying, this gospel that I have is God reaching down to me and communicating with me. And it's absolutely true. And I can bank on it because it came from his mouth. And friends, I'm trusting that I, and I want to inspire us. As we ask these questions today, what does today's text tell me about who God is? As God tells us about who he is, I can bank on that because it's real. What does God, today's text tell me about who I am? There's some stuff in there today. It's true. 
can bank on it. What is today's text? Tell me about where I, I might need help from God. What's his call to action to me? What should I be doing? Because there's always an outworking of this thing. And according to today's text, how can I be an example to others? Not trying to work to prove to others, but rather being able to be a blessing to others. What Paul says right at the end there. When the people heard, they didn't know anything about Paul. They only heard the report that this man who formerly persecuted us is now preaching the faith he once tried to destroy. And they praised God because of me. They didn't praise me because of me. So hopefully that's helpful for you. Let's have a look at those questions. Let's learn our truth bomb. I did not receive it from any man, nor was I taught it. Rather, I received it by revelation from Jesus Christ. Galatians 1 verse 12. And we'll see you tomorrow morning. Loving this journey with you guys.